welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, just a couple of closing thoughts about uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Um, number one, interesting fact the guy who coordinated the aerial assault on Pearl Harbor was a guy named uh, Fushida. He's the guy who said, Torah, Torah, Torah in the movie which, by the way, is a pretty accurate representation of what happened at uh, Pearl Harbor this date, 81 years ago. He, Fushida, the guy who led the attack on Pearl Harbor, became a Christian after World War II. You know where he lived? The United States. Settled in the United States. The guy who led the attack on Pearl Harbor for Japan settled in the United States for a while, uh, did go back to Japan where he died. Also, if you are interested in uh, the whole Pearl Harbor thing, on Netflix, there's a really good m- miniseries. Um, you can knock it off in an evening, actually. And it's called uh, Pearl Harbor Minute by Minute. Pearl Harbor Minute by Minute. It's uh, very, very informative, very instructive. But again, you know, I, I bring this up understanding that most people are bored absolutely stiff by history. And that's why I must tell you that when, uh, whenever we have a tragedy and people say, we will never forget, I say, BS. Of course people are going to forget. Life moves on. And the proof of that, the guy from Grimsby, Ontario, who called in, um, he works with two young men who have no idea what September 11, 2001 is all about. September 11, 2001 is just another date to them on a calendar that means absolutely nothing. And it's like, I always wonder every November 22nd, how many people actually remember the assassination of President Kennedy? You know, people forget. I mean, what happened in Buffalo in September of 1901? President McKinley was shot. He died about a week later. But unfortunately, or fortunately, um, time marches on, and the people uh, are no, lo- pardon me, no longer alive to tell the story. And at least. Um, something that is kind of cool anyway is back in the earlier part of the 20th century, some very forward-thinking people took the time to record interviews with Civil War veterans that you can watch online. They also recorded interviews with slaves, former slaves, to which you can listen online. There's just something about hearing Um, about historical events or historical periods from people who lived through them and who played an active role in them that maybe fleshes out what words in a dry book or website simply can't do. Um, And it's, uh, it it, it, it just, it seems to be, it just, it it seems to be um, a natural thing. The farther away we get from an event, the less and less it matters to people, the less relevant it becomes to people. And I feel comfortable in saying that uh, um, for most of you, uh, Pearl Harbor Day is utterly irrelevant. It doesn't mean anything for most of you listening. And I guess that's just a natural thing. It's a natural thing. I mean, do, do you think of the crossing of the Delaware every December during the Revolution? 
Probably not. Most people don't know a lot about the American Revolution. I always thought it was interesting that people got into the Civil War when Ken Burns first aired his documentary, The Civil War, on PBS. There was so much interest in the Civil War. But the American Revolution, not a lot of interest. Even less interest in the War of 1812. Even though, believe it or not, the Niagara frontier was one of the ground zeros of the War of 1812. The British burned Buffalo. The American army, like 5,000 or more of our soldiers, camped out in Williamsville. By the way, the plaque has it all wrong. They're about three-quarters of a mile wrong. That's another story for maybe another day. But the... Uh, the War of 1812, the, the, the historical events just go into ancient history very quickly. And just be aware of the fact that in a moment of passion, shortly after something happens, and people say, we will never forget this event. We will never forget it. Something we'll never forget. All right, explosion of the Challenger. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Explosion, disintegration of the Columbia. Anybody have any idea what I mean when I say that? Some of you don't, and that is to be expected. No matter how dramatic they were at the time, people lose interest over the years. I guarantee you that there are more posts today online on all the various social websites about Von Miller's knee than there are about Pearl Harbor Day. Seriously. I mean, that is where we are. And maybe that's a psychological defense against having the weight of the world upon us at all time. Maybe it's just a function of time and the way it works. I mean, how often do we think about Julius Caesar? How often do you think about Shakespeare? I mean, you know, you know that those people existed, but you probably don't know a heck of a lot about them because it's just, it's not relevant to you. Von Miller's knee, that's relevant to you because he's our gladiator, one of our gladiators in Buffalo, and he's gone down for the rest of the season, which you, you had to know when you saw Von Miller's face when they were wheeling him off with the injury. He looked like a guy who knew he was out for the rest of the season, regardless of what he tweeted, regardless of all the optimism he exuded in the days and weeks after sustaining the injury. His face at the time was the face of a man who said, I'm out for the season, which is exactly what I yelled to the person who had left the room who did not see the play during which Von Miller was hurt or the aftermath of him leaving the medical tent and being on the uh, on the lawnmower and then being uh, taken back to the Bills locker room. Very interesting. Now, I, I have a question for you that I've kind of had in my back pocket here, and it's time to uh, it's time to whip it out. As you know, it's always a good time to whip this one out. As you know, the Buffalo Bills, toward the end of any NFL season, the NFL monkeys around with the schedule. We're habituated to think, okay, football generally on a Sunday, sometimes on a Monday night football, sometimes a Thursday night football. But as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, 
you see games popping up on Saturdays. And that's what happened with the Bills-Dolphins game on the 17th of December. It will be on a Saturday, December 17th. Now, I have to ask you a couple of questions based on this, okay? Number one, number one is how important are the Buffalo Bills in your life? And I know that this isn't the sports station. I I get that. But if I say anything like the Bills are not going to win the Super Bowl, People get very upset on Facebook in droves. Legions of people will come after me. If I said that the Buffalo Bills, I'd rather see them not make the playoffs than go to a Super Bowl and lose, all of the people who say, I don't care about football, I don't care about the Buffalo Bills, they flip their you-know-what at me on Facebook. And accuse me of saying things I never said. And it's there in writing on Facebook. So I want to know, in in your life, as we are nearing the end of this particular NFL season, do the Buffalo Bills mean a thing in your life? And let me ask you some specifics about it. Do you know what else is happening on December, on December 17th? Carolcade in East Aurora. Now, East Aurora in western New York is party central. You guys have thousands of kids descend upon East Aurora for Halloween. We found that out the day after Halloween this year, all right? East Aurora also has thousands and thousands of people flocking to it when it does Carolcade. Started out as a bunch of people singing Christmas carols, and it grew into this massive event. And some of the comments that you'll see on social media, they obviously run the gamut, as comments on social media will run the gamut, to, I wouldn't miss Carol Cade for anything. Not even the return of Jesus. I would not miss Carol Cade. And then you've got people saying, hey, I am, I'm a Bill season ticket holder. I've done Carol Cade every year. I know it's the 50th anniversary, but I uh, guess we'll see you next year. So the 50th anniversary of Carol Cade in East Aurora versus the Buffalo Bills game. What choice have you made? Because for some of you in your families, Carol Cade is a family tradition. It might be a multi-generational family tradition at this point. So what do you do? What are you going to do? Is your loyalty with Carol Cade or is your loyalty to watching the football game? And let me throw something else at you. How many of you know of somebody, maybe yourself, who has a wedding planned for Saturday, December 17th? How many of you have the dreaded office Christmas party? Or, I'm sorry, did I say Christmas? I meant holiday. How many of you have the dreaded office holiday party scheduled for December 17th? And 
that is a situation where you are not to be envied because you almost have to go to the office holiday party. Not going, of course, means you are a disloyal employee who doesn't appreciate how wonderful your employer is for throwing a party for you that you don't want to go to anyway. What, what do you do? How many of you had plans for December 17th? And will the Bills-Dolphins Saturday, December 17th game change those plans? Will you do the Bills? Or will you do Carol Cade, the wedding, the office holiday party, or whatever event you had scheduled? And let me tell you something funny. Right after the uh, announcement came out, that the Bills were playing on Saturday night, December 17th. One of the local musicians I know put out something on Facebook saying, if you have a gig scheduled for Saturday night, December 17th, cancel it. And he's right, because if you're trying to play live music at a bar, forget it. You're not going to do well. People are going to tell you to shut up. They want to watch the Bills. And if you think the Bills aren't important to this community, drive by any bar on any day or night when the Buffalo Bills are playing. The place we go is absolutely jammed. But we got a lot of clout there, so we reserve quite a few tables, and basically we're, we're an army of occupation. But it is jam-packed. Any place you go with the Bills game, jam-packed. Jam-packed, which is kind of funny because people on this station say, I don't care about football or the Bills. Um, which which is kind of humorous. Uh, but, again, this is one of those times when the Bills are a competitive football team. Let's go to Sandy in uh, Pendleton. It's Pendleton Day. Sandy, you're on WBEN. I thought only Kevin lived in Pendleton, but apparently I was wrong. Uh, well, you're on WBEN. I'm the other Sandy from Sandy Beach, see? He used to live in Pendleton, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I'm calling to tell you just how important these Bills are. I had tickets for the Riviera Theater for Friday night uh, or Saturday night, the night of the game, and the Riviera changed the date or changed the time of the performance to three o'clock in the afternoon instead of eight o'clock at night. Uh, a very wise move. Who's playing on December seventeenth at the Riv? It is the New York Tenors. Oh, well, yes. They... And I was I was really geared up to watch the New York Tenors. I love them, and it would be a wonderful Christmas show. And I was in such a dilemma. And then I got a notice from the Riviera. They brought the concert up in the afternoon. So you still have your tickets. You, you, you can do both. Yes. Oh, yes. And do dinner in the middle. <laughs> How about that? So you're not going to the game, which is going to be, by the way, a drunken mess. <laughs> no, I'm not going to the game. I'll watch the game at home after afterwards. Yes. Probably a wise decision. Going to the stadium for Saturday night game is not for the faint of heart. I pity any Dolphins fan who shows up at the stadium um, on Saturday, December 17th, because people drink. on. Sa There's a lot of day drinking that takes place on Saturday. <laughs> By the time the people are going through the turnstiles, they're going to be staggering like drunken bums to their seats. Well, let's hope it's all done by Uber drivers on the way home. Uh, let's hope so, although uh, sometimes I must confess I do have my doubts about uh, that. So, all right, the Bills, I, I did not know that the Riviera moved up the time of the tenors 
uh, to accommodate the Bills. That's a wise move by the Riviera, but there are still going to be people who have Bills tickets who don't want to cut it that close to game time kickoff, so they're going to you know give, give away their, their tickets or try to give away their tickets and uh, hit the Bills instead. That's true. That is very true. But it is a great performance by the New York Tenors. Can't well, wait to see them. I hope you enjoy a good time at a great venue, the Riviera in uh, North Tonawanda, um, where Christopher Sounds Cross good. was just and a few weeks go ago. go Bills. All yeah. right, Sandy, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. How many? Okay. If the New York Tenors moved up their show at the Riviera in North Tonawanda, how many of you had office holiday parties that were going to take place in the evening that now have become afternoon affairs? Huh? And Saturday night games. I've never been to a Saturday night Buffalo Bills game. I will never go to a Saturday night Buffalo Bills game because I just don't like being surrounded by a bunch of really drunken people I don't know. Now, if I'm around drunken stone people I do know, that's one thing. But if I don't know them, that's something altogether different. 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. How important are the bills? And what are you going to do? Are you doing Carol Cade in East Aurora, the 50th anniversary which is a huge, huge, huge event, or I wouldn't even be having this as a question, or are you going to do the bills? And how are they going to handle the traffic? Because you've got both events starting at around the same time, within like an hour and a half of each other. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So, uh, yeah, I know that uh, this is not the sports station. I get that, but every time I... Uh, post something on Facebook that you all don't like about the Buffalo Bills, even if you read it wrong, uh, boy, do I catch hell. Boy, do I catch hell. So clearly there are a lot of you out there who are into the Buffalo Bills, okay? So Saturday, December 17th, is a huge game for the Buffalo Bills, who will be without Von Miller the rest of the season. Um, They take on the Miami Dolphins, the surprisingly good Miami Dolphins, the Dolphins that beat them in September in Miami, forcing the Bills to sit in blinding heat, causing muscle cramps, all those kinds of things. So uh, anyway, that game, the uh, grudge rematch, is going to be on Saturday, December 17th. My question is, East Aurora, not that far from Orchard Park, East Aurora has its Carolcade, not just any Carolcade, but the 50th anniversary Carolcade. Has to do with Christmas carols, by the way, um, in East Aurora on the 17th. And it starts at 7 o'clock. When's kickoff? 8.15 on Saturday night against the Miami Dolphins. So there are concerns about traffic. Only so many roads to go around for thousands of people because Carolcade draws thousands of people in and of itself. So you add into that traffic pattern, you add in the Buffalo Bills traffic, and I'm thinking Mongolian cluster dance. So what are you going to do? What if you have a wedding on the 17th of December or know somebody who does? What if you've got an office holiday party or some other event that you were planning on the 17th of December? What are you going to do? Do 
something else or the Buffalo Bills? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Bill in uh, Buffalo. Thank you for holding. Bill, you are on. Yeah, Tom, I wanted to ask you, did you ever uh, uh, remember uh, the, the TV show called The X-Files? I watched it a few times. Yeah. There was a character on there who was called the Smoky Man. Yeah. And the Smoky Man said, we're going to make sure that the Buffalo Bills never win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Now, that TV show is gone and over with. Things are taking place and are changing. I think I think we're on our, on our way to uh, actually winning the Super Bowl. What do you think? I don't think so. Not this year. Too many injuries, and the Bills have too many weaknesses. So you're asking my opinion. My opinion is the Buffalo Bills will not win the Super Bowl this year, and if they have to face the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs will defeat the Buffalo Bills, even in Buffalo. That oh, is my opinion. You rough. asked my opinion. If you don't like it, don't don't come yelling at me. No, no, I will not. And uh, Kelsey will be the guy to do it. It'll be Mahomes to Kelsey, Mahomes to Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs win. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you don't mind, if, if uh, I'm, I, I got to hang up on my call, but uh, okay. And on, on, on other subject matters, as far as uh, current events and everything. Well, like we're talking that, about we're talking know? about this right now, Bill. We're talking about this, okay? Uh, talking about the the Buffalo Bills and asking you how important um, how important are the Buffalo Bills in your life? How important? Are they now? Hey, it was just a couple of years ago when a lot of people, including this one guy on the radio in the afternoons on this station, I don't know who that would be, said they were done with the NFL. They weren't going to watch the NFL because the National Football League went into woke culture. Okay, and basically turned said they were going to turn their backs on the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League. How did that work out for you? Seriously, how did it work out for you? Because I would be willing to bet that most of you who said you were done with the NFL, the minute you realized the Buffalo Bills had a competitive football team, a competitive football team, suddenly your principles melted. Because I know mine did. I, mean, I was never, I was never a big football fan uh, to begin with. I am, frankly, I am. I, I, and I think there's I got a lot of company on this. I'm a bandwagon fan. Why is that? Why is that? Okay, because I don't pledge my heart and soul to anybody, okay? Not not that I don't know anyway or some some entity, some corporate entity. No, my my heart and soul, your heart and soul should should not be wrapped up with some corporate entity. I'm a I'm a bandwagon fan because what is football? What is any sport? It's entertainment. It's like a movie, a TV show, a radio show. It's entertainment. It's distraction from Fox News versus CNN, CNN, MSNBC, Tucker Carlson, Rachel. Ma it's it's a distraction from that. So, if the team is entertaining, I will watch the team. It, it really is that simple. 
if the team is entertaining and they have a possibility, I mean, it's always possible the Bills could win the Super Bowl. I don't think it's a likely outcome. But if it is a possibility, you do want to see how the other teams are going. And, yeah, I did enjoy on Sunday night last watching the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I really enjoyed that. And the best part was the look on Kelsey's face when he had the ball stripped from him and then the Bengals turn around and made that their game-winning drive. Sorry, I enjoyed that. Why did I enjoy it? Because it is entertainment. And the Kansas City Chiefs play a role in the entertainment that is the Buffalo Bills as far as the Buffalo Bills being at the top of the pile in the AFC. Okay? Um uh, that 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 that's a bandwagon fan. If if the Bills aren't very good, okay. If we go back to uh, Trent Edwards that era, EJ Manuel that era, forget about it. I I will find other things to do on a Sunday. And, and here's the caveat with that. And I don't know what it's like for you, but for us, the fun of watching. The Buffalo Bills is mostly in the friends with whom we watch the Buffalo Bills. In other words, it is about socializing. It is about going out and hanging out with a whole bunch of people you know and like and do a lot of things with um, and watching the game. It's all, it, the, I'm not going to say the game is secondary, but... I'd say they're equal, the game and the socialization. So maybe things will be different in the future with all of the people with whom we hang out. Maybe the Bills could have a winless season and we'll still just hang out just for the sake of hanging out. I don't know. I I, I have no idea. But what do you do if, let's say, you have not missed a carolcade in East Aurora in your entire life? But you want to see the Buffalo Bills take on the Miami Dolphins on December 17th. You have a choice to make. What do you do about your wedding? Maybe your own wedding. Maybe a wedding to which you were invited. And you've already RSVP'd. You have already said, we'll be there. And they, of course, uh, are paying per head. So you don't want to cost a bride and groom money. So you have to show up, or at least at least FedEx a gift or a check or something. But 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. In your own personal life, how important are the Buffalo Bills? And I've said this before, and I will say it again, that especially when they're good, and they are good, There's are they great? Win a Super Bowl. Make make a believer of me. You want to be called great, win a Super Bowl. I don't think that's too much to ask. You want to be called a bridesmaid and also ran? Okay. I mean, then be a bride or a bridesmaid or, or an also ran. You want to be great, win a Super Bowl. I don't think that's too high a standard, right? Um, but the Buffalo Bills, even in the worst of times, and – I'm sure many of you wish that it was different. Why aren't people talking about the Martin House? How come people aren't talking about the grain elevators? 
Fact of the matter is, how come they're not talking about the Albright Knox? Fact of the matter is, guys and ladies, like it or not, the Buffalo Bills are Western New York's single greatest, most effective brand. Okay? Now, maybe chicken wings would be a close second, but the Buffalo Bills keep Buffalo and Western New York on the map, not only of the United States, but around the world. And told you this story before, have heard your stories as well. You can be in the middle of the Caribbean, Turks and Caicos. The bartender says, where are you from? And you say, Buffalo. And they're going to say, Josh Allen, Von Miller. And they're going to run down the whole roster because it is a worldwide thing. And we happen to have, there, there's only so many NFL teams. And we happen to have one in Buffalo. And the National Football League is America's sport. Baseball is America's pastime, maybe. But the National Football League is the single biggest sport in America. Okay? If you, don't, if you doubt what I'm saying, try running an ad using the words Super Bowl as part of your ad. You're going to get a cease and desist letter at the very least within about two seconds after that ad runs. You can't use it as a commercial entity to try to sell something. Can't do it. Uh, they take their brand very, very seriously. I mean, considering the bills were bought for 20-odd thousand dollars way back when, uh, the National Football League has come a long way. And it's, it, it is America's sport. But what are you going to do on Saturday the 17th? Here is um, Mike in uh, Depew. Mike, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Yeah, so the Bills are, you know, like our hearts. We wear them on our sleeve. You know, it's, it's part of our culture. It's in our DNA. You know, I've been to California. I've been to Florida. I've been to Seattle. You know, they they don't talk sports like us. I mean, it's a way of life here in Buffalo. You know, it's not just about the football team. It's about Buffalo and supporting our team and, and our, our great city that uh, people take for granted. And we always get the bad rap of where we are in the world because of the snow and stuff. And, you know, you have to live it. To believe it, and that's what the Bills, it's a culture, it's a way of life, it's in our DNA. Okay, so for you, uh, just talk about what that means in your own life. When you say it's in your DNA, Bills, 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 like how much time literally do you spend thinking about the Bills any, any given day? Well, I'll tell you, I was in my 20s when they went to the Super Bowl in the Jim Kelly era. And I have this gaping wound in my heart that just never healed right. So, um, you know, one before I die, and, you know, it's the way we feel here. You know, I mean, you know, the most important thing, obviously, in my life is my wife and children. But next to my job in, in Jesus Christ is the Buffalo Bills in, in, in that exact order. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Josh Allen did give up his life on the cross so that you might have eternal life and redemption of sin. <laughs> I, I believe that's how that went. I, I might have that wrong. Uh, but, um, no, I, I'm being a little bit sarcastic, obviously. The uh, Buffalo Bills, how important are they to you, and what are you going to do about the 17th? Because a lot of things happen around Christmas. People have private Christmas parties that they put a lot into. You've already said, oh, we'll be there. Well, now, at that party, you better have a very big television screen 
uh, and be able to hold a lot of people. Uh, let's get back to Mike in Depew. So, Mike, you um, are, are somebody who has uh, had your heart broken in your 20s by the Buffalo Bills. Did you stay interested, engaged, and involved during the, the years of suck? Or would that be the decades of suck? Well, I'm not a fair-weathered fan, and, and uh, you talk about the game on December 17th. That's my wife's 50th birthday on the same day, so that's going to be a tough decision. So I think I'll have to DVR that game. But, uh, you know, it's a way of it's a, it's a way of life, the Bills. You know, I mean, I stuck with them to the thick and thin. And, you know, if you enjoy the, the sport of, you know, football, you know, you're not just a bandwagoner who comes out, you know, one day they're the best team in the NFL and the next team, you know, they're the worst team in the NFL. You just, you keep the faith like Buffalo, you know, I mean, what could be more American than pizza and chicken wings and football? I mean, we, not only do we have the best fan base, but we also have the best food that goes hand in hand with football. Oh, see, so, I'm an unapologetic bandwagon fan for the reasons I explained earlier to me, it's entertainment, be entertaining and, and I'll be engaged, be boring. And I'm not going to be engaged. Right. I, I completely understand. And I have friends like that, too, that, you know, they're on the bandwagon when they're doing good. And like you said, when they're not doing good, they're the, you know, they suck. So, you know, I, I, I can't say that I haven't walked away f- from some games, you know, that were, you know, completely disappointing. But, uh, you know, it's like that flickering candle that's always flickering with that the possibility of that win. You know, I personally was at the greatest comeback of all time. You know, I remember when two-thirds of the stadium emptied out, and I stayed right to the bitter end and watched that game. And I'll tell you what, that had to go down as, I mean, that, to me that would have been almost as good as a Super Bowl win watching that game. That was, I was also there uh, along with 700,000 other Western New Yorkers who say they were there, uh, but I, I really I really was, and I'm sure that you really were too. That was one of the most exciting events that, I, that you, you will ever see uh, and, you know, you're probably right. Winning a Super Bowl probably wouldn't be much better than that. But my opinion, sir, if if they want to be a great football team, they've got to win a Super Bowl. Do, do, do you Agreed. really think Agreed. Do you really think they, they're good enough to do it this year with all the injuries to key people? Whole, wholeheartedly. I mean, you know, just like, you know, the New York Yankees, they're always in it, you know. Um, I think we have a legitimate chance. Um, I, I like Josh Allen because you can't say that there's a more grittier guy who will put it all on the line. You know, I mean, you know, the difference between our team now and the team of the 90s, it's more of a finesse. It's more, you know, back in the 90s, they drank, they partied, they were wild. Now this team's focused. we got a great coach. Not that Marv wasn't a great coach, but, you know, McDermott's got this team focused. He's got them on a mission. Uh, you know, Pagula brought them in for one reason only, and that's to win it all. And, uh, you know, I mean, we were pretty close. We were toying with it. But now, I mean, you know, Cincinnati's beating, um, you know, the Chiefs. The Bills already beat the Chiefs. You know, we get the tiebreaker. We have to win eight games. We have to go on an eight-game winning streak. We win eight games. We're the world champs. Yeah, well, we, we will see. I mean, look, I, I hope you're right. In an ideal world, that'll be the situation. But, Mike, I, I have to warn you. I have to warn you, I, I'm from the school of the Buffalo sports team will always find a way to destroy your heart and spit it out. You're right. I had uh, somebody who told me the minute you re- you realize that you're a, 
uh, a Buffalo Bills fan is the first time in life you come to terms with disappointment. So, <laughs> all right, thank I you. Understand, Mike. Thank you very much uh, for the phone call. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you something that it it really concerns me. I mean, it, it's the psychology of this area. It really concerns me. Let's just pretend here the Buffalo Bills make it to the Super Bowl. Let's say they take on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, and it's a close game. And the Bills go in front. There's a minute left. Philly gets the ball. They come back and win the game with two seconds left on the clock. That kind of absolute crushing psychological devastation really really concerns me it's like that i've got that in the back of my mind that let's say they make it there let's say it's a close game and of course they have to be ahead they have to be ahead and then at the last minute everything goes wrong that scares me because i know what this area is going to be like the next day because you remember wide right you remember 13 seconds. Do you remember how you felt? Do you remember how you felt after the Bills blew it in Kansas City with 13 seconds left? It was honest to God depressing. And I'm sorry, but it was so Buffalo. You don't just lose. No, 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 no. You lose in a way that just leaves you trembling with disappointment, frustration, sadness, and all kinds of desperation. And there's a lot of folks, like our our caller there, just once, just once before we all die, could we see the Sabres or the Bills win the last playoff game of the year? Just once? Is that too much to ask? Tampa gets a team and they've got a bunch of Stanley Cups? Unbelievable.